Hi, this is Chris. And this is Elmi. And we know something about astrology. I'm a Sagittarius. Elmi is a Scorpio. Today is Saturday, August 27th, and this is for August 27th through September 2nd. We had a new moon in Virgo early this morning. It was exact at 1.17 a.m. in L.A. when the sun and the moon were both at 4 degrees Virgo. So we are starting a new lunar cycle, and since this new moon is in the sign of Virgo, the emphasis will be on Virgo-related themes, such as maintenance, whether that's fixing and repairing things around your home, getting your car worked on, or going in for a medical exam. Virgo is very interested in maintaining things, preserving things, getting the most bang for your buck. It wants things to work well and efficiently. Virgo energy is also very much about routines. We might be taking a look at our daily routines, our daily habits, and we might find ourselves wanting to make adjustments there as well. How can I be more effective? How can I be more focused? Virgo can definitely help with discipline around routines and habits, so maybe you'll find yourself wanting to eat a little bit better. Mm. Maybe you'll find yourself wanting to develop new skills that can help you in your line of work. Healing, themes around healing might pop up for you in the coming weeks as well. Virgo does have a strong connection to the asteroid Chiron, and Chiron represents areas of our lives where we feel vulnerable and insecure and really need to be gentle with ourselves and really work on accepting ourselves. Now, Mercury is considered to be Virgo's ruling planet, but some astrologers also include Chiron in that conversation mm. because of Chiron's connection to healing and improving. And another thing Virgo takes very seriously is service. Virgo mm. loves good service, especially when they go out to eat. Virgo loves attention to detail. And you might also find yourself asking, how can I be of service to others? How can I help? Now, as far as going after these things goes with this new moon we're currently experiencing, it might get off to sort of a clunky start right now because right around the time of the new moon this morning, Mars was squaring both the sun and the moon. Mars, the planet of action and intensity, was forming stressful aspects with both the sun and the moon. So this weekend, at least, we might be feeling a bit drained. We might find it a little hard to get going, and that's fine. Usually around a new moon, the energy is a bit lower anyway. People in general might seem a bit groggy or flat, but this new moon has a lot of mercury attached to it. So there could also be some hyper energy this weekend that we'll need to deal with. Our minds could be especially restless with the sun in Virgo, the moon in Virgo, and Mars, of course, in Gemini. I mean, that trifecta right there represents a massive amount of mental activity. So we might need some extra coffee to keep up. I know I'm having what I call extra coffee today. And the Virgo moon this weekend is not going to get a ton of support from the other planets. It's going to form a stressful aspect with Chiron Saturday evening. And then on Sunday, it will form stressful aspects with both Saturn and Neptune. And actually, Saturn 
uh, is definitely in the mix this weekend. On Sunday, it's going to form an opposition to Venus. That's going to happen around 11.30 a.m. Pacific time on Sunday. Venus is currently in Leo. Saturn is in Aquarius. And when Saturn and Venus oppose, let's just say that love doesn't flow as easily as it usually does. We might find ourselves behaving a bit more rigidly. We might make extra demands of our partner or put conditions on our love. So watch out for being grumpy on Sunday. But if that's our biggest concern this weekend is to watch out for being grumpy on Sunday, that's not so bad. And in the coming weeks, this Virgo new moon will want to help us streamline things in our life and maybe also bring us a renewed focus. But for the next couple of days, at least, it might be tricky to feel focused because, again, with all this mercury in the air, things will be shifting rapidly around us. So it's one of those times where it might be best to still write down your ideas, set your new moon intentions, but know that certain things might not be able to be implemented right now. And um, we'll take a, a quick look at what's coming up this week as well. But first, I'd like to transition to the Ask a Scorpio segment of our show. As I mentioned at the top, Ellie is a Scorpio. She's been a Scorpio her entire life. And every week, I like to ask Elmi a question to get her Scorpio take on life. So, Elmi, thanks again for joining us uh, yet again for another uh, Ask a Scorpio segment. Oh, of course. Thanks for having me again. And for this week, at least, I thought we'd do a trivia game. I don't yeah. have, like, a specific question for you. That works for me. But trivia is fun, especially with uh, all this Virgo-Gemini stuff going on. Let's let's work out these brains of ours, these minds, and see if we can guess the names of these celebrities. And the connection here, these celebrities all have both sun and moon in Virgo. Ah. So they are Virgos, and they also have a Virgo moon. Mm. And I thought that that was kind of a good theme because this new moon in Virgo is when the sun and the moon are both in the same sign and uh, et cetera, et cetera. Let's get to it. So, Almy, this first celebrity, if I have this, okay, yeah, I can read my handwriting. This first celebrity is on a cooking competition show called Top Chef. She's quite attractive, I think most people would say if they saw her. And she used to be married to Solomon Rushdie. Can you name who this is? Padma Lakshmi. Correct. Yep, it is Padma. Padma yeah. is a Virgo, and she also has a Virgo moon. Oh, okay. I could see that. I could see that. Yeah, and Virgo's attention to detail. You could see why someone with those planetary positions would be good as a food critic or a judge on a, a cooking show. Yes. Yeah. Uh, this is an actor. Apparently, his first American movie was Zoolander. And then he shot to fame on the show True Blood, and he was also on the show Big Little Lies. Can you name this Virgo? I I can't, because doesn't it sound like he's not American? Is that what you're implying? His Uh, first American movie? Right. Well, he's, yeah, I guess he was not born in the U.S., but he's been on plenty of American shows. And you've seen Big Little Lies. I have. I'm completely blanking, though, on who this could be. I had no idea. He's blonde. (laughs) I think. I think he's blonde. Lighter hair. What was the other clue? True blood. True blood. Oh, it's the Sarsgaard guy, right? Exactly. Um, you got it. Yeah, what's his first name? Why am I blanking on him? But, of course, it's he was in uh, Melancholia, and uh, what's his name? Yeah, Alexander Sarsgaard. There it is. Okay. Yep. He was in, oh, he was in Big Little Lies. He was uh, Nicole Kidman's husband, I believe. That's right. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. 
so this next celebrity is, uh, well, she's no longer living, but she was a big deal in the 60s. Uh, she was in a group called the Mamas and the Papas. And um, she also had a couple solo songs, I believe. Um, it's only going to be one of the other ladies in the Mamas and the Papas. Who you got? Cass Elliot. Cass Elliot, correct. Cass Elliot was a Virgo and also had a Virgo moon. Okay. Uh, you're doing great so far. Thanks. We got two to go. Oh, okay. So this next one is a singer. Uh, her last name is the same word as a fruit. And then her albums <laughs> include Title and Extraordinary Machine. Can you name oh, this singer? Grammy sure. Award winning singer. Fiona Apple. Fiona Apple, correct. Virgo with a Virgo moon. Okay, I could see that too. That That works for me. Yeah. And then this last one is, uh, this last lady is an actress, and she's been on TV. She's been on a, a lot of shows. The one you've probably seen, or I know you've seen, is Jane the Virgin. Yeah. And then she was also on one of your favorite shows, Dancing with the Stars. Can you name this actress? Vanessa Machado? Is that it? Got the last name right, yeah. It's not Vanessa. Oh, man, I am, it's hot today, you guys. I'm not on my A-game. Yeah, no, I'm sorry, Justine. Why did I say Justina Vanessa? Machado, yeah. Yeah. There you go. You nailed it. Cool. Okay, well, I learned a lot about these celebrities, and it's funny with astrology because sometimes you really do see that coming through. Yeah. Sometimes you really pick up on that, and other times not so much. And I think Virgo is one of those ones in particular where you really can either pick up on Virgo traits or not. It seems very clear to me. Yeah, exactly. But maybe that's because my Mars is in Virgo. Yeah, we can talk about that next week, too. Maybe I'll find some fellow Mars and Virgo celebrities that you can um, at least sort of spiritually bond with. Yes, I would like to know who else is similarly afflicted by having their Mars in Virgo. I'm so sorry if you do. What would you say the trickiest part of the Mars in Virgo is? Would you say it has something to do with um, perfection or having that perfectionist yes. sort of mentality? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, no, I could see that being a thing for sure. Virgo very much is interested in perfection, but that can also kind of... Well, we'll talk more about that next week. Oh, okay. <laughs> cool. All right, so that concludes the Ask a Scorpio segment of our show, and thank you, Almy, as always, for joining us. Mm -hmm. It's looking like this is going to be a shorter podcast this week, and I had oh. a feeling it would be, again, at least for me, whenever there's a lot of mar uh, Mercury in the air, a lot of Virgo, a lot of Gemini, uh, it's hard for me to like just stay in one place. It's like my mind's like, I got places to be, yeah, and, and I don't know what those places are. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> oh, I was just going to say, you also don't like new moons. Yeah, and just uh, the new moon in general, I'm always just uh, walking underwater is what it feels like. Mm. But at least I can time it. At least I know what's going on and, and how I might uh, feel because of it. But um, so I mentioned the moon is in Virgo all this weekend. We are dealing with the new moon and all that fun stuff. By Monday, the moon will enter Libra and the moon will form a conjunction with Mercury on Monday. So that might be a good day, a better day at least for communicating um, on Monday. And also the moon is going to form a nice trine to Mars. So Monday's actually looking fairly good. If by chance you find that Saturday and Sunday was a little chaotic for you, uh, hopefully things will feel a little bit more streamlined by Monday. Uh, Tuesday, the Libra moon is not going to fare quite as well. It's going to oppose Chiron and have a, uh, a, an in conjunct with Uranus. 
but it's still kind of smooth sailing. As I'm looking at this week ahead, you know, there's not a lot of big things going on. Uh, we don't have any planets turning retrograde. We don't have any planets changing signs. Um, so it shouldn't be too nutty. Um, by Wednesday, the moon will be in Scorpio. And um, you know, Thursday, Scorpio moon. All right, well, Thursday at least, here's something noteworthy. Mars is forming a sextile with Jupiter. And when that happens, that can bring a lot of exuberance to things. That would be a great day for like brainstorming, um, thinking about what's possible. Uh, usually you don't associate that stuff with a Scorpio moon, um, but Mars forming a sextile of Jupiter is about dreaming big. Mm. It's about kind of letting your mind run wild and think about what is possible if you have been thinking about making some changes in your world that might be a good day to do it or at least they're going to feel overly optimistic perhaps and feel a little bit more empowered to make certain changes um also on thursday one one little aspect going against that would be venus is forming an in conjunct with pluto anytime there's an in conjunction that's when um, two planets are 150 degrees apart. So in this case, Venus is going to be 150 degrees apart from Pluto. And that could actually bring a little more reality to those thoughts of exuberance and dreaming and that kind of thing. So that's something to look out for. And Saturn is also going to form a square with the Scorpio moon on Thursday. Um, by Friday, uh, what are we looking at here? The moon will eventually go into Sagittarius. And Venus is actually going to form, wow, another square. Okay. It's kind of a tough week for Venus, too, as I'm looking at this. Um, and it's also, we're, we are coming up on a Mercury retrograde, we have to keep in mind as well. Mercury yeah. will officially go retrograde on September 9th, but Mercury, the planet, has already started to slow down and is already throwing us some curveballs with communication and that kind of thing and uh, kind of making us feel a little bit scattered in general, perhaps. So we're going to have to continue to be, you know, monitor our, our who we're talking to and make notes and, and write things down and make sure to be as detail-oriented as we can because there's just a tremendous amount of possibility for miscommunications up here in this coming week. Of course, miscommunications are going to happen regardless of what the planets are doing, mm -hmm. so we will get through it one way or the other. But um, as far as like major shifts and that kind of thing, we're not looking at anything this week. It just could be a lot of that kind of smaller stuff that's just kind of bothersome because things aren't working quite the way you'd like them to. Uh, there can be some kind of conflicting energies out there in that regard. But um, other than that, yep, the dates to keep an eye on would be September 9th when Mercury turns retrograde. And then also on Sunday, September 4th, Venus is going to enter Virgo. But other than that, we're just dealing with kind of the, the lunar aspects. You know, the moon is always forming aspects to the other planets. But we don't have a lot of other planets um, joining the party outside of that Mars-Jupiter sextile that I mentioned on Thursday. So uh, I guess that's about it. Um, thank you, as always, for joining us. Happy new moon in Virgo. Mm -hmm. And I believe Elmi is going to take us out with a couple deep breaths. Sure. Let's take a few deep cleansing breaths. Let's start by getting in a comfortable position. You can sit or lie down, whatever feels best for you. And you can close your eyes if you'd like to. And together, now that we're all nice and comfy and settled in, let's take a slow, deep breath in. And release. Deep breath in. 
and release. In and release. And let your shoulders drop, release any tension that's in your jaw or your forehead. Anywhere where you keep your tension, you can release that now. As always, thank you so much for your support. Thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you again soon.